Greetings and salutations from Podcast Central in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. You're listening to the Life and Times of Big Jim Podcast, and I am your host, Big Jim. I've got my glass of iced tea here on the desk, my video camera set up and recording, and I'm ready to go and provide to you the latest edition of the Life and Times of Big Jim. That's right. That's the studio live studio audience. <laughs> you believe that? Well, you shouldn't. Well, folks, I'm excited. I got my first email regarding my podcast the other day. Hey, Joe, three, 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 three told me I should do a podcast. And I quote, the time I blew up my life. Let me assure you, I have searched my memory for that exact moment. But I haven't yet to come up with it. So listen, hey Joe3333, if you'd like to refresh my memory, I would very much appreciate it. And I'd be glad to do a podcast on it. I told you, give me some suggestions and I'll take care of it. I'll do my best to get it done for you. So if you can refresh my memory, hey, Joe, 3333, I, I, would, I would love it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for responding. Thank you for sending me an email. I appreciate it. You are the very first, the inaugural, the alpha, the first. Thank you, Joe. Well, gang, today I am wanting to introduce you to a friend of mine that I met some 25 or 30 years ago. And though I don't see him often, his memory and the fun times we have live on in infamy in my mind, at least in my mind they do. He only met a few of my friends, well, really only one of my friends, but he made an impression like no other person I have ever met. Folks, let me introduce you to Cole Tucker. He's a tall, handsome, well-versed, and he's from Houston, Texas. You see, my buddy and I, Wes, we worked for a KFC franchise owned by a gentleman by the name of Jerome Talley in, Springfield, in the Springfield, Missouri area just south of Springfield, exactly, in the towns of Ozark and Nixa. Now, Ozark used to be a small, little, quiet town, but I haven't been there in a while, but the last time I went through there, Ozark was not the same Ozark that um, I knew when I managed my KFC there. And during that time that I managed the KFC, Wes and I were honored to be able to open another KFC for Jerome in Nixa, Missouri, about six miles to the west of there on Highway 14, if I recall. And if I recall, 
Exactly right. I don't know if Wes was a manager or he was kind of like my boss or he, I'm not sure what he was, but I knew one thing. He was my friend and he still is my friend today. And if he hadn't been so busy at work today, I'd have him on here and he would share a little bit of his knowledge of the infamous Cole Tucker. As fate was habit, there was this big old KFC convention coming to St. Louis, Missouri. Talk about your wild times, folks. Spending the weekend with hundreds, maybe thousands, of other chicken slingers was something that made me just want to wet my pants. And guess what? Since that big old KFC convention was coming to St. Louis, Jerome wanted Wes and I to go attend this barrel of fun times with him. Jeez, Jerome, thanks so much for the invitation. Well, the time finally came for us to make that three-hour trek across Missouri from southwest Missouri to southeast Missouri to St. Louis. It was a straight shot right down Interstate 44 Speedway east into the big city of St. Louis. So Wes and I loaded up his Datsun. You know, those things run forever. I believe maybe it really was a Datsun, but I might have got the emphasis on the wrong syllabus. And we headed to the east. Oh, hey, head east. Oh, what a great band. You remember that album, Flat as a Pancake? You remember? Flat as a Pancake by Head East. Had great songs on it like Jefftown Creek, Never Been Any Reason. You remember Never Been Any Reason? You know, line in it, woman, woman with a sweet love is better than a white line. No, you don't, you don't, you know. Okay, if you don't remember it, you're either really young or you didn't listen to rock music when you were younger. Head East was a great 70s and 80s band. Still remain on my playlist to this day. But I regress. Back to Cole Tucker goes to St. Louis. Just as I note, the Datsun we were in, Wes had asked me if I thought he should buy this Datsun 280Z. And I told him, absolutely. Those Datsuns run forever. Well, they didn't. And neither did Wes's. And he has never let me forget that statement. I sure wish he was here. He would have some fun with that one. Anyway, so we blazed on down the I-44 speedway, stopped occasionally along the way to add water to the overheating radiator. Wes's Datsun was not going to run forever. We were going to be lucky if it ran all the way to St. Louis, but with a little TLC, we could nurse her there and probably back. We were hoping we would get back. And since I'm here today, chances are we made it. In the moments while we were cruising down the highway and the temperature gauge on the dash was not reading McDonald's coffee pot hot, we were just chatting about how much fun, how much fun, F-U-N, fun, that this was going to be, sarcastically speaking, of course, in case you couldn't hear the sarcasm in my voice. Now, folks, if you haven't figured it out by listening to this podcast yet, my mind works in some funny ways. Some call it insane, but it isn't. It's just funny. 
And so as we drove along the highway in the times that the car wasn't overheating and we weren't uh, griping about the car overheating, I said to Wes, and I quote, well, as closely as, as this aging mind can remember, oh, okay, I, probably not a quote. I said something like this to Wes. You know, Wes, we're going to be in St. Louis all weekend, and nobody knows who we are. We could be anyone we wanted to be for the whole weekend. Now, Wes looked a little confused, and he glanced at me. Then at the temperature gauge in the car, then back at the windshield, and put out one of his favorite sayings. I use this saying still to this day. Used to piss my ex-wife off so bad when I'd use this because she knew it came right from Wes. And he said, I don't get it. What are you trying to say? What a great line. I don't get it. What are you trying to say? I use it all the time. It's so fantastic. So I explained. I said, look, Wes, we could be anyone we wanted to be, and nobody would know the difference. And he looked at the windshield and at the temperature gauge and back over at me and said, I don't get it. What are you trying to say? So, in order to help him understand, I called on my new friend. I seemed to have just met myself at that very, very instant. I stuck my hand out to shake Wes's hand, and I said, Howdy, Cole Tucker, Houston, Texas, largest franchisees of KFCs in the Houston Metroplex. Now, folks, Wes looked at me like I had just lost my mind, shook his head, and said, No. I went on to assure him that I could come up with a good name for him as well. You know, Tad or something like that. Thad or Thor. Again, he shook his head and said emphatically, No. Jim, no. Then Wes beseeched me not to do this. And I assured him that I wouldn't. And Datsuns run forever, too. <laughs> I might have had my fingers crossed when I assured him that I wouldn't do this. A few more stops to water the car, and we steamed into St. Louis and made our way to the hotel that was to host the Chicken Slinger Convention. Wes and I got settled into our rooms. They were nice, too. Jerome didn't spare expense when he went to meet other Colonel Sanders wannabes. Then we decided to walk down to the hotel bar for a drink or two, maybe three. I'll quote my older brother. I don't drink anymore, but I don't drink any less. When we got down to this little bar, we were amazed we were the only two people there. So we grabbed a chair at a small round table, glanced the place over for a bartender and possibly a waitress or a server, whatever the PC term for that is today. Not that I'm really PC, but we'll try it on for good measure. Now, I don't remember the young lady's name that seemed to have just appeared next to us. I'll, I'll call her Linda Lou, just to give the story a little more, more of a personal touch. She said with a smile and a sense that, you know, thank God somebody finally showed up. Hi, fellas, what can I get for you? Now, folks, I think you probably know what happened here. 
Guess who came back all of a sudden? Really? Take a guess. Think about it for just a second. I'll pause. Give you a minute. Not a whole minute. Just a couple seconds. Okay, I'm going to pause now. I have a trouble with pausing. It's tough for me. I like to talk. Sorry, I'll pause now. Did you get it? Did you come up with it? That's right. You guessed it. Cole Tucker. I jutted out my hand to this short, busty little brunette and confidently blurted, Howdy, ma'am, Cole Tucker, Houston, Texas, largest franchisee of KFCs in the Houston Metroplex. <laughs> Wes cringed, and she smiled, took my big old paw in her soft, dainty little hand, and said, Hi, Cole, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Linda Lou, and I'll take care of you and your friend tonight. Oh, poor Wes, I don't know how he hung out with me, and and still does to this day. I went on to introduce Wes as my friend from Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles. And we both ordered drinks and off Linda Lou headed to the bar. I got to tell you folks, Linda Lou, she was a fantastic server. She addressed us by our names. And since she didn't have much else to do, she had time to chat with us for a bit. Made the rest of the eat rest of the evening much easier to transpire. It was at this point in the life of Cole Tucker that he just about died a slow, embarrassing death. Wes and I had just ordered another drink, and Linda Lou was waiting for the bartender to prepare them for us. When Wes and I's boss, yes, that's right, Jerome Talley, the man who actually owned KFC franchises in the Springfield area, waltzed in and sat down with us. And just at about the same time that he sat down, almost to the second, Linda Lou pranced across the bar and set a seven and seven in front of me and stated, Here you go, Cole. Folks, sometimes in life, you need to be able to think fast, adapt to a changing situation, to escape by the skin of your teeth, to make a plan B off the cuff. And this was one of those moments. Jerome looked at me, his forehead furrowed a bit, and he mouthed to me silently, Cole? I quickly threw my arm around Linda Lou's waist, and I said, Little Missy, I'd like you to meet my good friend, Mr. Jerome Talley from Springfield, Missouri. Plan B was launched. But would it take hold? Would it work? Would Jerome see what was happening? Would Wes hold strong? Sounds like a... Sounds like one of them soap operas. The camera pans from Jerome to me, to Wes, to Linda Lou, back to Wes, back to Jerome, back to me, back to Linda Lou. And then you have a commercial for Depends and you have to wait to find out what happened. When we came back from commercial, 
Uh, we went somewhere else to two married people trying to have an affair. It was really boring. Anyway, we went back to Cole Tucker goes to St. Louis. And Linda Lou, she smiled with her straight, pretty white teeth, placed her tiny hand on Jerome's shoulder, and said, Nice to meet you, Jerome. And there we were again. Jerome looked at me. Jerome looked at Wes. I looked at Jerome. I looked at Linda Lou. I looked at Wes. Everybody was just looking at each other. And Jerome opened his mouth. I held my breath. Wes held his breath. The world stopped turning. And Jerome said, Any friend of Cole's is a friend of mine. Damn, that Jerome was a smart one. Cole Tucker lived on. And lived on he did. He was about to convince little Linda Lou that it would be really fun for her to derive the three of us around to every single bar in St. Louis in Jerome's Cadillac. Now, Cole called that a Cadillac, but that's just the way Cole talked. You know, we went in Jerome's Cadillac. So, uh, little Missy Linda Lou, she said, well, I'm going to close the bar down here in just a little bit because you three are the only ones here and I'm going to close her down, clean her up, and I'm going to get out of here. Well, Wes and I were versed in how to clean up a restaurant. Not so much a bar, though we'd probably closed a few down in in, in the past, but uh, we decided we'd help Linda Lou clean up, so we did, and we got done real quick. And we all packed up in Jerome's Cadillac and headed out to experience the nightlife of the big city of St. Louis. Well, now, Linda Lou, she took us around to a whole lot of different places. And as the evening wore on, Wes got into his neck, his new Texas cowboy friend. And when we would enter a new bar, if there was a female bartender, they always worked better. I'd introduce myself in the same manner I had with Linda Lou. Howdy, Cole Tucker, Houston, Texas. And Wes would add quickly, quickly. Wes would hop right in there and say, today's Cole's birthday. <laughs> today's Cole's birthday. And guess what? Cole got himself a free drink in just about every bar we went to. <clears throat> well, this went on from bar to bar, round and around. We, we even slipped over to East St. Louis, which I have a great story about East St. Louis a little bit later on in in the podcast series that we're going to do here. And I'll tell you folks, Cole lived, he lived on for about, till about, I don't know, maybe three o'clock in the morning, on the next morning. 
you know, like Ron White says in his thing, there are two seven o'clocks in Arizona. They're doing two a day in Arizona. So there were three three o'clocks in St. Louis, and this was a three a.m. one. It's dark. People that are smart are in bed. And Linda Lou delivered us safely back to the hotel from which we began. And as we pulled in, I thanked Linda Lou for her time and for taking us around and how much we'd enjoyed it. And at that point, Cole Tucker faded off into the recesses of this crazy mind of mine. And he lives there in retirement, only to come out and visit when I share this story with others. Well, folks, a little sad news on, on this story. Jerome Talley passed away several years ago from a sudden heart attack while still owning those same KFC franchise that Wes and I worked for him. Jerome was a great boss, great franchisee. Rest in peace, Jerome. Well, you know where I am. I'm here in Savannah, Georgia, talking to you, sharing a little bit of this funny stuff that goes on. Wes, now he's living down in Arkansas. And, he's, and, and you know what he does now? He, he, he's not in the food business anymore. Wes jumped out of the food business as well as I did. Food business will kill you, folks. Great business, great thing, always going to be there for folks. But I tell you what, it'll kill you if you're a manager. Wes sells cars. That's right. Wes has his own car lot. And let me just put a gratuitous plug in here for Wes and his lovely wife, Charlotte. If you're looking for a great used car from a reputable dealer with character and honesty, then you need to go see Wes at C&W Motors. That's C&W Motors in Jane, Missouri. Folks, you're going to be treated the best you've ever been treated at any car lot you've ever visited. I have known Wes for years now, and I know the integrity of this man. I know what you're saying, but Big Jim, I don't live in Missouri. Well, don't fret. Just drop on over to CNW's website at a seatforeverybutt.com. That's a seat, the number four, everybutt.com. You might just find the dream car you've always wanted. And if you're around the southwest Missouri area, the northwest Arkansas area, the northwest, northeast Oklahoma area, or you're over there in southeast Kansas, it's not going to hurt you to take the drive down to C&W Motors at 57 Squirrel Lane in Jane, Missouri. Wes is going to treat you right. I guarantee you, folks. Give him a shot. Give him a call. Look him up on the Internet. Wes will treat you good. And his wife, Charlotte, is one of the sweetest ladies I have ever met in my life. Love you, Charlotte. Love you, Wes. Thanks for being a part of this story. And oh, by the way, Jerome, when we went back to our KFC stores and the chicken slinger convention was over 
At that point in time, KFC had to order their name tags from a specific KFC name tag distribution center. And all name tags had to go through that particular distribution center. And when you ordered a name tag, it always came in a little bitty square box to your store. And I hadn't ordered name tags in a long time. But a, a box showed up at my store from the name tag distribution center. And when I opened that box up, it had a brand new name tag in it. And across that name tag, it said, Cole Tucker, franchisee. I think Jerome liked my Cole Tucker creation. Hey, hey Cole, stick around, buddy. You're a lot of fun. Well, in this episode's The Savannah Local Tourist. I got to tell you, folks, I went for the second time since I've been here in Savannah to Pearl's Saltwater Grill, located on LaRoche Road here in Savannah. I must say, folks, the food here is exquisite. And those hush puppies, OMG, are to die for OMG. What am I doing? This is not like Facebook or Instagram or OMG. Well, I'm going to say that they are to die for and are superb. And you get all of them that you ever want to eat. The service is fantastic. And the view from the dining room is absolutely breathtaking. I highly recommend a short drive to Pearl's Saltwater Grill. Reservations are recommended as other folks around know this is a pretty damn good place to eat as well. Folks, thanks for listening. I do appreciate you being here. I am thankful that you take the time to listen to my podcast. And I hope that you'll return each week as we post a brand new episode for your listening pleasure. Folks, I'm out of here like Joe Biden at a press conference. God bless you. Have a great day.